vibes. Thank you for tuning in to the Push It Forward Podcast Network. I'm your humbled executive producer, Herut, and this is the Cosmic Convos Podcast. On Cosmic Convos, Brother Ra and myself gets into how to utilize sidereal astrology as a powerful organizing tool for your life. Whether you're talking about starting a family, getting married, raising children, starting a business, going into a new career, what career you need to choose, and a whole host of other topics relevant to everyone's life. All right. Make sure you check us out on Patreon where we release exclusive content to all of our patrons and you get the opportunity to directly interact with us and ask questions and even help us determine the shows that we cover on our weekly podcast. All right. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy. Conversations in the Podcast Nation, the place where stars and minds align. Peace. You're now tuned into the Cosmic Convos Podcast. I'm your humble host, Herut, and I got my good brother here, Brother Ra. How you doing? How you doing, man? Hey, man, no complaints, man. No complaints, man. Like I said, man, I'm trying to put in my, you know, my, uh, what they say, 10,000 hours, man. I'm trying to get like raw over here, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 10,000 is what they say, huh? Yeah. Indeed. I don't know if if it's that much, but it's definitely a lot. But you're on your way, way, brother. You're on your way. We got to swap, you know. We got to swap because he got 10,000 hours on on other systems, so don't let him fool you, y'all. Don't let him fool you. (laughs) Hey, man, listen. Indeed, indeed, indeed. But uh, before we get too far, man, I want to remind you all, make sure that you like and uh, subscribe to this channel. Like this video, subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit that notification bell so you know when we go in live or whatnot. And uh, this episode is brought to you by Push It Forward Media Group, Calaprusha Astrology, and our good people over there on Patreon. Big up to y'all. Or whatnot. Um, if you want to find uh, Push It Forward, you can find us on Instagram at Push It Forward at P U S H I T F W D. Um, you can uh, find you know this podcast, all the other podcasts, are part of the Push It Forward Podcast Network. You can find myself um, and you know everything else we got going on. You can also find us at Push It Forward.com. That's P U S H I T F W D.com. Um, Brother Ra, how can the people get a hold of you? Oh, you know, the same old same brother, either RG or face, Facebook via Shechem Ra or Kalaprusha Astrology at gmail.com. Indeed, 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 indeed. Um, speaking of Patreon, um, if you don't know, we, we did do an episode this morning, so y'all go check that out <laughs> and whatnot on the Patreon. 
and whatnot. So, you know, uh, tune in there or whatnot. I got more, to, definitely more to come or whatnot. Um, so, uh, Rob, man, how, how, how's everything going, brother, man? What, 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 you know, what we, uh, what we, what we, what we looking like gearing up this year and everything, man. How's everything going, brother? It's, uh, it's 2022, you know, right. 2022 <laughs> and, um, a down and dirty way. I kind of always look at the year. It's just to kind of take the last two numbers and see what those numbers add up to. And it's, 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 it's numero- numerologically four, right? Right. And it's four. If you know numerology, you know, you know what that is, right? And none but Rahu, right? So um, it's going to be another ride. It's going to be another interesting year, I must say. Definitely. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. It's a good time, man, to be doing this, man, or whatnot, for sure. You know, um, yeah, it's a good time to be doing this or whatnot. I, um, you know, was uh, just looking at some things this morning or whatnot, you know, over the past few weeks. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting or whatnot. We definitely going to talk about that if you read the 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 bill for the day or whatnot. Um, before we go on to there, though, um, what's the feedback you got on last episode? You know, uh, a lot of people didn't see the age of Leo coming. Or whatnot, you know, a lot of them didn't know what to expect, man. I got a lot of good feedback on it, though, for sure. Yeah, a lot of good feedback. And um, I'm noticing that a lot of people are look going back and like trailing the actual uh, um, um, seasons where we already did the previous um, uh, ages. So I'm noticing that the other ages are actually getting more traction because people are having to add up where we are now. And so um, I, I'm, I'm anticipating that, you know, people are going to look forward to the next age that we do, but uh, it's definitely got some good, some good, uh, some good ear eardrops with regards to what uh, we produced last couple of weeks. Absolutely, man. It even tied into um, the most previous episode I did with the first we build podcast or whatnot. Definitely make sure you go check that out. It was a, uh, a young lady's post, you know, basically, you know, <laughs> like, what you know, a whole bunch of random people made up all these rules that we got to live by. And why do I got to pay for water? And, you know, why can't I just chill? You know, um, <laughs> you know, it, it ended up ended up being a, a history lesson. <laughs> a lot of it grounded in some of the, a lot of the things that we, you know, that we uh, discovered out in the age of Leo. <laughs> right, not got a lot to do. Basic with it. <laughs> needs. <laughs> you don't work, you don't eat. Right, exactly. You know that's funny because we, you know, people. I hear that a lot. Of people be like, "Man, why can't we just chill?" And I'm like, "Man, we ain't never been able to chill." If you, if you was, if it was never been a part of <laughs> man's makeup ever. Right. right. If you wasn't running from some wildebeest or something like that, man, you had you had you the, know, the, the 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 ops on the other side of the of the uh, savannah trying to holler, trying to get at you. <laughs> then you had a disease uh, or right. famine or something. <laughs> you ain't never right. been able to just right. chill. <laughs> I mean, you know, we have a romanticized way of, I guess, imagining like we were in some kind of garden of Eden. <laughs> or you can just walk up and, you know, pick a fruit and just eat and, you know, sit nah. there. And, I mean, you had to wash your body, right? You had to, you know what I mean, just basic basic stuff had to be produced 
in the first place, even if you didn't have clothes, right? Right. Still, you know, babies were born, right? You had to breastfeed. You had to go get the food, right? So, yeah, it's a romanticized kind of paradigm that we imagine that we, because, you know, we, we, and most people don't know, most of Africa is Savannah. Right. It's smaller jungle regions and the reasons regions where you could just go eat the food off the trees. You know what I mean? I mean, even if you look at wildlife, you know what I mean? Like the, 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 the great apes, they got to forage for food. Right. So what makes right. you any different? Right. 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 You know? Interesting thing, man. That's what we here for them, man. We had to get a people. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Um, well, you know, without further ado, man, we, you know, I, I think we we got a lot to talk about today, man. So let's go ahead and jump into today's topic of whatnot, yeah, you know, yeah. um, you know, 2022, you know, we, uh, you know, we, like we always do, we're going to, you know, appear uh, into this year and um, see what, what it got in store. And I know we're going to double back on some of the things that we've already talked about and, um, you know, kind of see how those things have come to pass. Or whatnot, and um, you know, go ahead and get into that. You know, of course, yes, you sir. know our, our 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 friend COVID, <laughs> David. <laughs> talk mm-hmm. about talk about that as well. So, um, shoot, man, let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. So, you know, <clears throat> we talked about last week. We're gonna do kind of a, and it's interesting that we're doing it in this month of January, right? Uh, in the Gregorian calendar system, January is named after Janus, the two, the two-faced god, where he looks back and forward, right? Mm-hmm. Looks back to the past and forward to the future. So, um, you know, we make some interesting uh, predictions, and we won't go too deep into last year, right? If you want to know those predictions and see how they panned out, definitely go back to the beginning of what we did last season or last year, and you can listen to it for yourself and definitely kind of take note and see what, what has transpired. But some of the things we're going to cover just so we can kind of, you know, take a look at how the forces of of nature have played themselves out to the T. And, um, you know, one of the things that I I actually do and I don't know too many astrologers that astrologers that do it, but uh, I look at the actual day after the solstice. I take a look at that day, right? Because if you really understand how time works, you know what we're using is an arbitrary uh, overlay on what is really um, oriented based on the movements of the sun and the graduation of it out of uh, when it gets, you know, the sun begins to become lighter, you know, there's more light in the day. The first day after the solstice, right, that's when that first light begins to, right, wax, as they say, or grow, grow greater. And I look at what happens on that particular day. Interestingly enough, last year on that day, Mars was conjunct the moon, right? And I noticed like, hmm, you know, I know this year is going to be a lot about women being empowered. Right? I don't know if you pay, if you saw that last year, brother, but last year was a phenomenal year for women, right? Big ups to the sisters, big up to women, period. They made a lot of um, monumental... 
thrives in regards to Western society. And uh, of course, right, we all know, right, that the first woman vice president, right, took office, right, um, Kamala Harris. So that's a big, big, big stride for, you know, equal rights as far as women are concerned. That's the first ever first, right, other than Billary being with hit with Bill, right, that's the first ever time that a woman's been in power in the seat of the second highest seat in the nation. So that's a big, big stride. And the Mar- Mars was conjunct the moon. Just so you know what I was looking at, Mars was conjunct the moon the day after Solstice ended, December 25th. So that's a big, big piece. That's, that's what I got put up right here, folks, for you guys tuning in on the on the visual side of it or whatnot. This is what's going on right here. Right. I use that day as the actual kind of gauge to see what really is kind of unfolding. And it's worked perfectly, right? Um, there was a woman um, that won... Um, the, uh, she won the uh, in st- uh, the Senate, right? Um, uh, let me see if I can get her name. In fact, even outside of her, uh, Ngozi Onkonjo Ewela became the first woman and first African to lead the World Trade Organization since it was founded in 1995. Right, major, major stride. Right, first. Right. Um, of course, you know, in the entertainment field, Beyonce picked up the 28th award, right? Uh, she's worn more Grammys than any other woman in history, right? Mm-hmm. Um, big ups to her, right? Um, now, at the end, towards the end of the year, but I and I, I, I kind of take notice when people make some announcements so that I kind of gauge the year from that perspective, not when they're necessarily installed or put in position, but when the announcement was made and um, the New York City Dep- Police Department had its first female commissioner, not only female commissioner, but she was of African-American descent. Big ups to, uh, to uh, Kitchant Sewell, right? He took it. He took her oath right, um, beginning of January, but she was. It was announced right last year. Um, Rhonda Bolton was the Huntington's Beach first Black Councilwoman. Um, so you know, there's a lot of strides that have happened um, with regards to really putting women in power. And Mars is that planet that that has that ability, especially being in Aries with the moon. So, right. The year in review definitely showed, right. That last year was a big, big up for women. If you ever, I don't know, you know, I watch, you know, kind of a nerd in some regards. I, I watch, uh, um, you know, kind of, um, kind of comic con kind of type person. I watch a lot of the, the superhero movies. If you notice, like a lot of the superhero movies had a plethora of female roles, right. That were really promoted. Um, on a high level, right? So just noticing even in the entertainment field, there was a major emphasis on women being in positions of power and authority. So that's definitely, you know, um, what we saw happen last year. Um, the other piece is 
And we're going to still see this play out. In fact, we're going to talk about it here when we talk about what's coming in this year. I did predict last year that this year would be a big issue with regards to um, how COVID is being played out. And um, last year, Mars went into Virgo right around in September, right? And uh, that was when, right, they really started to emphasize the um, restrictions or the quote-unquote mandates for individuals to become vaccinated. Well, Mars is obviously, right, as many of you may know, and many of you may, some of you may not know, Mars is the planet of, of contention and, and fighting, right, and war. And so there was a health war. Virgo is the sign of health, healing, right? Um, and so it was definitely something to take note that in September last year, there was a big, big argument, a big kind of line drawn in the sand, if you will, around individuals being mandated to take the vaccine. And that is something I predicted previously, but it took a route where it's now gaining so much momentum. And here's the thing, my good people, right? I'm not just looking at the United States of America. That is, of course, where we most many of us lie. But this podcast reaches the world round. So um, in many countries, right, in a lot of different countries, Australia, um, Austria, uh, France, right, they were fighting. And I say fighting, I mean bottles throwing, rock throwing, right? Um, fighting to resist, right, the mandates that were being placed or that are being placed on them by their government. So this is a big thing that we have seen. And if you pay attention to the news, not, of course, you know, American news or United States news, but news that kind of pans around the world, RT, you know, things like that, um, they show, right, that there's a lot of different riots and a lot of different, you know, standoffs between the government and between the citizens of the respective countries to say, no, we don't want the restrictions. No, we don't want the vaccines. No, we don't want to have to show a card when we go into eat or we go into a public setting or we go to um, um, an event. And so this has been a big contention. And so Mars was really kind of the spinoff when that kind of blew its top, right? When it kind of, you know, when it, when it got out of control and it's still out of control. So um, that's one of the things that you know we discussed. Um, and so you know, take a look, keep keep your eyes open because it's going to get more interesting as we go throughout the year. Indeed. Um, <clears throat> one other thing, and before we leave twenty twenty one alone, I remember I predict, folks, that a lot of movie stars will be passing. Right. A lot of movie stars will be passing. And a lot of entertainers. A lot of famous people. Well, we have a long list to talk about, <laughs> right? Um, we've got quite a few, not only just African-Americans or people of color, but we have a lot of different people just around the world period, right, that passed last year, right? Very famous individuals that have um, not necessarily been in the limelight, but definitely attracted a lot of attention over the course of their lives, 
And so um, one of the things that we noticed is that, and it's interesting, um, Awani, she probably will pop in here pretty soon. Uh, she sent me a chart of Betty White the day before Betty White passed. That was, that's a little, you know, interesting, let's say. You know, she sent me the chart. I'm looking at the chart of Betty White. The next day, she's gone. I'm like, amazing, right? So, um we kind of discussed her chart in brief in brief detail, but you know, Betty White, you know, 99 years old, and that's a good life to live if you got that long, got that far, you definitely doing something to maintain longevity. Uh, I think we did. Uh, we talked we did we did uh Betty White. We, we talked did? about Betty White one time. Yeah. Uh I might have mentioned her, yeah. The episode on um longevity. Right, 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 right. We did, in fact. Interestingly enough, I do recall that. And so, um, because we're talking about Golden Girls, in case some of you don't know who Betty White is, right? Um, she's from Golden Girls, right? The famous kind of show of the elderly ladies that were kind of in a sisterly position and living together and so forth. But she passed at the very end of last year. Right. Um um, we've got a few other people, um, Prince Philip, right? Uh, Queen Elizabeth's husband, right? He passed. Um, and you know, some others, Ed Asner, right? Ned Beatty, right? Some people that many people like, you know, he's not famous people, but we've got some very interestingly, very kind of close to home folks that passed. And one of them uh, at the be very beginning of the year was DMX, right? Um, DMX uh, transition right into the interplanes. So, you know, and I knew when DMX hit, I said, okay, here we go, right? It's about to begin. It's going to unfold from here. Um, so that was interesting. We also had Fuquan Johnson. He passed. He's a comedian. He's not very well known, but uh, if you ever get a chance and, you know, rest in peace, DMX, you know, um, I listened to a lot of his albums right back in the day and definitely um, had a presence in my record player, right, in my stereo for a while. Indeed. Right, when they first, first came out. Um, definitely a big ups because he definitely played in a lot of roles. There's Fuquan Johnson, right? He's a comedian. He passed from um, an overdose of fentanyl, right? So, and you know what? It's interesting that a couple of, you know, this, this, this drug epidemic is serious, my people. You know, it hits home fast. It doesn't take long to, 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 really, to really get you and to really take a hold and, and ruin your existence. Um, but, you know, fentanyl has been a big problem in the drug community for the past year. And, uh, you know, also, of course, Michael K. Williams, right? Big, big up to that, brother. I really enjoyed his role in the wild. Yeah, that's a brother that can act his off, right? He is definitely somebody that I, I paid attention to as he developed his career. A lot of good movies he played in. Um, a lot of interesting characters. So, you know, rest in peace, brother. You know, hope the ancestors guide you well. Um, um, Yafe Koto. I don't know if many know who Yafe Koto is. Yafe Koto is when I was a young man, young kid, right? He was, yeah, that brother there, man. Yafe Koto, right? In fact, I went to school with his daughter, right? Um, interestingly enough, so I met him, right? And um, 
off stage, he's very friendly, very personable, very uh, charismatic, very very likable character <laughs> off off screen. So uh, rest in peace, brother. You know, rest in power, definitely in, in that regard. Um, some other well knowns, right? Cicely Tyson, right? Cicely Tyson, the queen of actresses. Cicely Tyson was acting, y'all, when there wasn't any very very many black roles for women. Right in the in the in the in the entertainment industry, so she's definitely broke some glass ceilings in her regard. Cicely Tyson, I mean, she's classic. You know, and mention her name, she you know that's that's a legend. So we definitely lost her. Um, you know, renowned, world renowned actress, and I mean, she can act. Right, she definitely can do that to the T. Um, she always had like a, a, a interesting. Look to me, because she's always looked youthfully old for a very long time. Youthfully, I said, even when she was young, she looked right. like, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're absolutely right. Um, and so she's kept it though. It's like she right. aged almost not only say in reverse, but you know what I mean. She definitely kept that same look, right? right. Um, so you know, and I enjoyed quite a few of her movies. I really, uh, she'll definitely be missed. Um, a uh, couple of other people that we've got here, um, Biz, right? Biz, Biz Marquee. Um, yeah, make the music with your mouth, Biz, right? Um, you lost him. You know, lost him fairly young. You know, um, you know, it's time when it's time. It's time, right? When you when you're being returned to the ancestors, when you got to cross those great waters, right? It's time to go. So, you know, definitely you'll be missed as well, brother. Um, uh, Another one, Suzanne Douglas. Now, she's not a household name per se, but if you see her face, right, and my brother might have her here, you'll know who she is. She's played in quite a few movies. The Inkwell, uh, How Stella Got Her Groove Back, Jason's Lyric. uh, She was in... um... Yeah, that's the that's the, show, the Robert Townsend show. Yes, she was in. Yep, she was in that. She's been. A, she's she's actually has a pair fairly broad or uh, long list of movies that she's been in and so shows. So you know, when I found out she passed. I was like, oh wow. I didn't um, even I didn't even know that. To be honest with you, it didn't it didn't yeah, get that much yeah. coverage. Yep, she's she's rest she's resting with the ancestors. So um, she's moved on, you know, and. Uh, you know, condolences to her and her fa- her family, and you know she definitely um, had a had a stage presence and had a really strong spirit on screen. Right, she had a really strong, motherly, affectionate spirit. You know, she when they typecast her, they typecast her perfectly because you know she just had that kind of energy where you almost you know wanted to reach out and and, and hug her. So. Um, definitely, um, she will you know be sorely missed. Um, getting into some people that, and one other brother that will always be remembered uh, if you are into comedy and watching uh, Richard Pryor. Right, Richard Pryor is funny primarily, and a big reason why he is such a name is because of um, Paul Mooney. Right. Paul Mooney was uh, called home to the ancestors this year. And, you know, he, he's, he's been around for a while, but, you know, uh, Paul Mooney was a, a hell of an actor in regards to, I mean, he started in a lot of the older um, 
next black exploitation film. He was in quite a few of those, right? And I mean, funny, just naturally funny, right? And could make race a very interesting conversation, right? I mean, he, he the way he spilled it was very, you know, very, very, very craftily uh, uh, thought about. So, you know, if you've ever watched Dave Chappelle, right, he's definitely been in Dave Chappelle's skits, uh, uh, Negro Domus, right? Uh, we're going to miss you, Negro Domus, right? Um, definitely a brother that uh, I enjoyed watching and enjoyed being entertained by. Well, I mean, if you if you if you like Richard Pryor, you like Paul Mooney because Paul Mooney it's was one of the same writer. almost, right? One of really his one of his main writers. Yes, yes, primary yeah. writer. Right. So you know, I mean, and when he was on stage, just you know the way he carried a joke, the way he carried the comedy, and you know, comedy like we talked about in um, Dave Chappelle's, you know. Uh, episode comedy is there to diffuse right and kind of talk about the social issues and the underlying kind of obvious issues challenges that we have right and paul mooney was a master at you know really covering um a lot of those topics with regards to race so definitely a brother will be well received by the ancestors i'm sure um um some ones that kind of you know uh you know, that may not be known and maybe we won't, we may or may not have some photos for it is Purvis Staples, the Staples sister. She's gone, right? You know, she's older sister, definitely had her life to live. Um, Lloyd Price, R&B singer, right? And I just know these people because my folks, right, listened to them back in the day when I was a child, right? I remember hearing them talking about them and, you know, hearing the conversations about the Staples sisters and, uh, Lloyd Price. So that definitely will rest in peace. Um, now, some things that are interesting, right? Young Dolph, right? Um, we lost him this year, last year, and uh, tragic death. Tragic, tragic death just shows that, you know, uh, black men, black people are still struggling with uh, gun violence and violence in the streets and gang violence and things like that. Um, so well, was it AJ, AJ Johnson passed last year? Was that AJ? Uh, AJ did. Was he, it last he, year? He passed, but I don't know if it was last year. I may have been. It was either last year or the, or it could have been twenty twenty. It might have been twenty. I thought it might have been twenty twenty. Right. Um, but either way, Anthony Johnson, AJ Johnson, definitely funny, funny guy. Right. I passed on, but you know um, he died. He died in. Uh, he died in September. Was it this year? Last year? Okay. This year. I mean, 2021. 2020, 2020. 2021. Okay. All right. So, yeah, right. AJ Johnson. Yeah. Um, yeah, brothers. Definitely another one. I mean, there's a lot of people we talk about here, folks. <laughs> it's a lot, right? Um, that are well known. I mean, that are very much, very, fairly close to home in regards to um, the African American community. So, um, but yeah, Young Dolph, we lost him, you know, and uh, yeah, AJ, you know, de- definitely funny brother, definitely, you know, Friday, and he had he was even in House Party. I didn't even know he was in House Party. <laughs> so, um, funny enough, right? He's the brother with the Jerry Curl, right? But yeah, yeah. Young Dolph, man, um, talented, talented brother, man, and entrepreneurial to the max. I mean, bought eighty homes in. Memphis, that is serious business, right? 
you know, giving back to the community, providing a way where others don't have a way, being a family man, um, sorely missed. I'm sure his family is definitely grieving. Um, so, you know, definitely condolences to to uh, his family um, and his children. Um, and some ones that may be not so well known, but Young Dolph was making his way. I mean, he was on his way. Definitely, uh, I would say in the next couple of years, had he continued, he would have probably made more of an impact and had a um, more of a widespread um, entity as far as people's lives is concerned. Um, Drake, Drake, no, Drake, Draco, that's his name, right? Drake, Drakeo the ruler. Drake, Drakeo the ruler, right? Yeah. Right. Again, towards the end of the year, right? And it was just like it was a domino effect, right? Slim 400, right? They just buried him, I think, a couple days ago. So, you know, it's just been a year of losses, you know, that, you know, yeah, Slim 400, you know, uh, rest in peace, brother. You know, these streets will call you back in. If you're not careful, you know, just because you got money and just because, you know, you have uh, a reputation that seemingly people may appreciate you in some regards. There's always haters out there, you know. So when Pac say some 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 punk that I roughed up way back, coming back after all these years, yeah, tat tat tat. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. And you say it's always you say somebody that knows you. Yeah, crazy enough, right? Somebody that's been near you or somebody that's close, not a stranger per se, right? Right. With Young Dolph. They found the uh, fella that killed him was in, and it's 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 a little it's a little eerie. Yeah, we mentioned DMX. We definitely talked about DMX. Uh, mm. It was eerie because they showed a picture of the brother in the background of mm. Young Dolph chilling right there with him. You know, it's right. just that's that's interesting. The per- and he said it. He said it in his song "Preach." You know, it's usually the one that's sitting next to you. Mm-hmm. That takes you out. So, you know, crazy enough, right? He kind of, not, I don't say predicted in any way, but definitely, you know, he's had his rounds. I mean, Young Dolph is not absent to gunplay. You know, he's, they had a song called 100 Shots. They shot 100 times at him, and then he got shot again. He actually got shot. I mean, at that point, I'm just not, I look, I love you. I love the city, but I will send my, emissaries right to do the bidding of what i need to have done i'm just it's not worth the press my presence there is not where then you know it shows to a sense of considerable fearlessness but you know there's a thin line right between fearlessness and foolishness so you know i'm not saying he's foolish at all but and no one deserves to die in their own respective city but again when you come to a certain level of status and you are from the streets it's time to change how you play right so definitely um that's 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 a loss so you know rest in peace to all those people that we talked about you know as a stated we would be losing a lot of stars last year i don't see that on the horizon this year but of course every year we have someone that uh transitions into the ancestors so that's just a given but last year that was a pretty long list and there was more Right, just in cover, yeah. right? Yeah, but, you know, definitely um, interesting enough. Uh, one last one I do want to say about it is I don't know, I think we mentioned him, Clarence Williams the third, right? That brother could act. Um, he played in um, 
that brother there, yes. Purple Rain, he was Prince's father. He was the devil in Tales from the Hood. He was yeah. a deep cover. Um, I mean, a list of movies, right? Um, and could act. I mean, the roles that he would play were just felt on presence. And, you know, a good brother here is a producer, so I know you can, uh, you know, chime in with that. You know, you know, you could feel his role. Like, you could sense the energy coming through the screen, you know? Yeah. He, he, you know, he got a real distinct style, you know, um, it does. it's just that it's the voice, the look in his eyes, the is look like, in his eye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, he's in a row. Something's going to crack. Right. Right. You, if he's in there, you know, it ain't, he, there's something going, he, him being in the movie alone. There's a surprise factor. Go, something's, Something's, Something's going to twist. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the other one that he played in with Wesley Snipes and um, Sugar Hill, right? Yeah. Sugar Hill. Excellent. I mean, played a, you know, played, he plays a junkie, plays a cop, he plays the devil. And these, when I look at actors, you know, I like, I like Denzel. Don't get me wrong. Denzel, I really enjoy his acting. I think he's a great actor. Uh, he carries his roles well, but he's the typecast actor. Right. The good guy. He played a bad guy to the T, but he's the good guy. He was in even in the bad guy. He was kind of a semi good guy. Right. Denzel is always Denzel, but he pulls it off. That's just right. This Denzel. But to me, he's always the same guy. Yeah, he's the same guy. Right. Same guy. But I'm I'm talking about this brother here. Right. Plays a crackhead or a, a junkie. Right. Plays the devil. Right. Plays a cop, uh, 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 plays um, Prince's father, you know, a musician that has, you know, alcoholist, alcohol issues and so forth. So, like himself, um, Lawrence Fishburne, right? Right. The range of acting with these brothers are just, it's broad, right? You can put them in a role and they're going to fulfill their role, whether it's good or bad, right? it's going to be definitely felt. So, you know, to me, and that's what an actor is, is it doesn't matter what the role is. They can live it to the max. And definitely um, this brother was one of those individuals. So uh, as the last one, before we move on, uh, rest in peace to him, to him and condolences to his family as well. So we lost a lot of folks and uh, we're going to lose more, but this year I think will be a little softer blow. Uh, we're still going to see violence. We're going to still see those types of things. But I'm saying as a laundry list, I don't foresee us having that as a as a play out, especially with Jupiter being in Pisces and Pisces' film and things like that. So um, I don't see it so much. But let's definitely dive into 2022 because we got a few things to talk about, right? And we may actually even do a part two to it to cover, you know, maybe even more ground uh, in 2022 because there's so much happening in just the first year, folks, first half of the year, right? We got a lot of information to divulge. So, mm-hmm. um, interestingly enough, right, we're going to start off with um, in the next couple of days. In fact, today's the 19th. So, by the end of this month, there will be a major conjunction happening. 
And this conjunction, we really can talk about predictive principles with regards to government because two planets represent government, the sun and Saturn. And when you have them together, you have to understand that there's a switching or like a change, not to say per se of roles, but of functions, that the sun becomes the government and Saturn becomes the masses or the people. And that conjunction between Saturn and sun is going to happen in Capricorn as of January 30th. So we're going to see that take place, right? And uh, it's going to be some definite dissension. And this is not just America, people. It's not just the United States of America. For those of you who listen in Australia, in Ghana, in Asia, uh, in India, right? It happens worldwide. It's not just one nation. It's This is the whole globe. Mundane astrology includes everybody. So you're going to see in certain areas, especially in those areas where there's already been a kind of level of frustration and disdain, there's going to be major spillover, right? You're going to see governments being um, handed their ticket, right, by the people, <laughs> right? Uh, governors, um, and I would really say, I would say even, um, especially in Australia, right? Australia is just right now, man, it is under lockdown. So you know what? I, 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 this is a little bit. It's, it's connected to what we we're saying, but I, I remember, and I have to pull it up. Maybe I cut a segment out of it, but we kind of predicted the insurrections too, man. We did. We did. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> I remember we did. that. We did. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna, the cherry on top is going to be right about right about in here. The, that's the that's the episode that I want to say. I got to figure. It's, it's either the one that we solidified and said Biden's going to win. Either that episode or I can't remember, but I I remember we 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 did predict the insurrections. Cause it was a, it was it was um that time it was a lot going on in Cap. Oh, definitely. It was, it was Cap has yeah, been yeah, lit yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Cap has been lit up with Saturn, Jupiter. You know, anytime those two major planets that conjunct there, which happens only so ever so often, right? Right. Every so many years, right? Because Saturn takes at least thirty years to make a return. 28 to 30 years and Jupiter takes 12. So to have it happen in Capricorn is a rarity. Um, and so, um, in fact, I believe the last time Saturn and Jupiter were conjoined is when Obama was born. Cause Obama yeah. has Saturn and Saturn Jupiter and in Capricorn and he's mm-hmm. in his fifties. Right. Right. So we're talking quite a while. Um, <clears throat> um, so, you know, Saturn will conjoin, the sun will conjoin Saturn from January 30th to February the 7th. You're going to see some definite change, some some tickets being handed back to the government saying, look, we're tired of this. We need something else. We need to find another solution. Um, there are going to be, you know, definite clashes with power structures. You might find some governmental shutdowns, right? So don't be surprised if the government takes a hiatus, right? From um, you know playing their role or doing what they do because Saturn's restrictions, its delays, it slows things down, and so you know you may definitely see those things happen in government. Um, you know, and that's a brief stint from, uh, like I said, January 30th to the seventh. But again, you know, 
it and sun's going to conjunct Saturn every year anyway. But this time is going to be towards the end of Capricorn. And interestingly enough, right, we're going to get a, a full dose of uh, what it's like to see, you know, when these frustrations come to a boil. Um, so the next piece, and this is a very important piece, people. Um, and I, I want you to pay attention because this year there's a lot of movement right around the same time. And in fact, before we get to that, let's talk about some other things before we get to that. Right. Let's talk about what's coming up here in the next couple of months, couple of, let's say three or four weeks, right? Three weeks. There's going to be some intensification of, there's going to be, let's say love in the air, right? Well, I don't know about love, right? But it's definitely going to be a lot of lust in the air, right? Um, and this is a long conjunction between Mars and Venus, right? Long, this is a very long, I mean, when I say long, we're talking about from February the 8th until March the, tw- the 23rd. That's almost six weeks, people. It's about five weeks, right? No, actually, that's more than six because February to March 8th, that's four, that's four weeks. And then that's, that's actually six, seven weeks of Mars being conjunct, Venus. That's a long time. Right. So this is right up here at the top of the screen right here. That's what we're talking about right here. Mars and Venus. Right. That's a long time, people. It's a long time. And it does happen in Sag, right? Um, And you got to understand, they follow one another. It's like they're right there walking with each other. So Venus and Mars are going to be hand in hand for six to seven weeks that's intensity right right and watch watch this watch what happens and watch what happens right around valentine's day right big money if you are a person that has products or that you sell products that happen to deal with anything along the lines of you know flowers or gifts or anything that kind of has a connection to Valentine's Day, if you're a business person, you definitely want to maximize on this time because it's going to be a lot of money being spent at that time, right? So definitely get your flowers, get your pick. If you're, you know, a lot of people want to take pictures or, you know, if you own some type of um, uh, Airbnb or things like that, people take vacations, all those kind of things. People are going to do big ups with, Valentine's Day because Mars is the planet of passion and Venus is the planet of conjugal love. And so it's just going to be intensified, strong propensity for love affairs, right? Infatuations, right? Flings, right? So this is going to be ongoing, right? It's not going, it's not going to stop. It's a pretty long stint. Other thing you're going to notice that possessiveness is going to come out of play, right? Mars likes to right control right it likes to you know protect and make sure that you know that which i hold dear is considered mine so possessiveness is going to be a big piece of the puzzle here and so watch for that watch for relationships becoming oriented around you know ownership and really possessing someone cuz we don't own anyone folks we really don't right you really don't even own yourself to be honest right but for all intents and purposes, right? Just beware. Because what happens with possessiveness is that crimes of passion can ensue. Mm. 
and you very well may see crimes of passion come out around this time. So, you know, keep your eyes and eyes to the sky and ears to the street. Watch the news. Pay attention because you may see a lot of different things come out in that time where people come and, you know, they have an outlet of violence around their emotions or their feelings around other people. Right. So. Definitely. And also, of course, in your own personal lives, just make sure that you're very careful if you don't have a secure relationship with someone that you've been in for a considerable bit of time. So if you start, you know, and women, right, be careful, right? Infatuations, um, obsessions to a degree, right? You know, uh, you hear a lot about, I think I heard about a young lady being murdered not too long ago, um, you know, through... Um, um, uh, a, a web dating website, you know, so just be careful, you know, the energies are there, the forces are playing out. And it's not to say that, you know, those dating websites are any more dangerous than meeting someone in a bar or, or meeting someone in a store, but just be careful, right? Just be mindful that this is what's being played out. Um, you know, relationships can become volatile, right? So as much as there's a thin line between what? Love and hate. hate, Right. So just be careful, right? That you get so attached and and enamored and, you know, head over heels that when, you know, disappointment hits, you know, you can, people can lash out, people can become uh, abusive or can become, you know, aggressive. So just, you know, be very, very, very careful for that period of time until February 8th, from February 8th until March 23rd. Um, you know, take things with prudence and caution, you know, just be diligent, be mindful, be aware of how the energy is being gauged inside of your unions and other people's unions. If you see someone that just is getting started and you know, they talk about he's stalking, you know, stalker type energy is created from these types of placements many times. So just, just be careful, right? Just be mindful. And men are not absolved from it either, right? Women, you know, have now shown that they can produce stalker tendencies too. So, you know, no, I would say, I I, I would say that it's probably, I mean, oh no, I I, I would, yeah, 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 I would definitely, I don't want to say more, but, um, ladies do stalk. That ain't, ain't, not, not a little bit. Ladies do stalk. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Yeah, definitely that, you know, so, I mean, just be, yeah, just be aware all around, males and females. You know, love is like I said, lust is in the air, right? Might um, want to put a little wax on your car, make sure it don't get keyed, brothers out there. <laughs> <laughs> right? Your gas tank might be full of something you not used to, right? <laughs> so just be careful, right? Love and passion will be intensified for quite a while. Um. And then interestingly enough, shortly after that, right, you know, the supreme being has a way of saying, you know what, okay, enough is enough, right? Venus is going to conjoin Saturn almost within days, right, of this particular conjunction that lasts for a good period of time. So, you know, you may be with someone or have been with someone and be like, that didn't work out right. Let me chill out. Let me cool out. Because Venus when the, with Saturn makes you think more realistically. right? And this will be from uh, March 27th until April the 2nd. So that five-day period, six-day-ish, depending on how you look at it, 
Um, it's definitely a time when things can that fire can can be quelched right immediately. You know, so if you right had you know someone that you had an eye on, and now they don't look all that great from what you're seeing in the realistic terms of things, don't be surprised because this is some of the things that the atmosphere, the cosmic weather, is going to produce. Um, you know, you might wake up that from being love drunk, you know, and being, (laughs) (laughs) you know, being head over heels. And now you don't even want the person to have your phone number. Right. So (laughs) just, you know, just be mindful that, you know, there can be immediate shut off, immediate turn off, immediate uh, quelching of those energies. So, and that will happen right up until, um, April the 2nd. So, um, again, right, just, you know, like I said, keep your eyes to the sky, ears to the street, you know, that you're using both your mundane existence and your spiritual awareness to understand how things are being played out. Um, next piece we're going to talk about, and this one is going to be quite interesting, right? Because this really only happens every two years or so. And um, the way it's happening is, again, of course, Saturn, uh, it's happened previously, but Saturn is in the more of the edge, kind of the latter degrees of Capricorn. Saturn is at the very, just about to transition into Aquarius. We're going to talk about that briefly here. But Mars will conjunct Saturn here very soon, right? Right around Mm -hmm. March 31st. So right at the end of, right? These kind of other, you know, fired up energies where Mars kind of has left or Venus has left Mars, right? Because Venus, of course, is a fast moving planet. She's going to leave him. <laughs> and you might felt like you've been left, right? <laughs> right. Um, Mars is going to conjunct Saturn. Now, this is serious business, folks, right? These are two primary first-rate malefics, right? Mars is the first-rate malefic of the chart uh, because violence can produce death and sudden unexpected events, right? K2 is also a, in my, to me, right? And this is in my estimation, to me, just as potent as, as Mars, but of course their movements are quite different. Right. Um, so Mars gets around a lot faster than K2 does. But K2 is also one of those first-rate blow-up-the-spot type energies. So um, Mars will conjoin Saturn, right, right around March 31st. And so, you know, my good brother here is showing it. I'm thankful, thankful that he's putting it on screen so you can really understand how it looks. It's going to be in Capricorn. So the good news is that it's to some degree it's controlled, meaning that Mars is exalted in Capricorn, right? And Saturn rules Capricorn. Now, they're enemy planets, meaning they're not, you know, they're like two chemicals that just don't mix well, like oil and water, as they say. Mars mm-hmm. is the gas, Saturn is the brakes. Mars is action, right? Saturn is non action or delays of action and so there's kind of the burning of rubber you know when you burn rubber you know a lot of smoke and you know a lot of you know energy is expent but you don't go anywhere 
right? And that can create a high level of angst and frustration amongst the world and in the, in the communities and in people's lives. So this is a time when you should also just really take it easy, right? Lay back, relax, right? Allow those forces to blow over because they do. It's only going to last until April the 12th, right? It's not that long. It's only maybe a couple weeks at best. So, you know, at this time, good time to meditate. Good time to really internally review what you are trying to achieve and the goals that you want to accomplish and where you've made mistakes and where you can do better in achieving those goals. Definitely something to be mindful of at this time. Um, in addition to that, right, I mean, just overall in the world, it does produce many times rioting. So we even see a rioting. I mean, it's almost like when you turn the news on, you see it as like, oh, yeah, right. They're over there in Austria cutting up, right, because they, they, they're, they're, you know, they're under certain levels of restrictions and the government is playing this out so that they can, you know, try to, quote unquote, control COVID, which obviously in my estimation, it hasn't worked, right? Because Omicron has done its deal, right? It has spread worldwide. I mean, I remember when I was watching the news and I think where I'm at, I'm in Colorado, we had one of the very first cases of Omicron. Um, I mean, the next thing you know, it was California. Next thing you know, it was New York. Next thing you know, it was uh, Chicago, Illinois. Then it was Georgia. It's just like it. And then now, right, it's everywhere. So, you know, and and people are asking me, is this the end of COVID? No. No. <laughs> no. no, it's not. Right. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I just, you know, I got to tell you how TI is, right? It's not, oh, it's not over, right? Um Will we see some quelling down of it? Yes, right? Because you have to understand what is happening, and, 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 and you have to compare it to, before we move on to the other kind of transits that are upcoming, you have to compare it to China, right? China has been living like this, folks, for a long time, right? You ever wonder why you saw people in China with masks on? It's not the smog, Right? SARS. SARS has been there for a long time. Right? Mm-hmm. SARS has been in, 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 in China for a long time, people. It's not like this is something new. This is something that they are quite used to. I used to always wonder, I don't know about you, Tev, you brother, but did you ever wonder, like, you saw them wear masks? It's like, why do they all like, why did, why do Chinese wear masks all the time? Now well, we know why, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I hang out in Chinatown a lot and stuff like that, so it's just... Flu season coming around, right? They're they're on. They, that's the like always have been. <laughs> it's part of what they do. What well, this is what right. it's going to be like for us, right? For a while, right? Um, you know, I told you last year, right? And some people have made hopeful predictions, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's absolutely a okay for us to try to think the best of situations. Nothing wrong with that. But when you look at how things work, you have to understand, you know, what we... Got to the truth. (laughs) You know, the name of my astrological company is Kala Purusha Astrology. Right. Right. 
And you won't find that in that name is specific. I chose that name because Kala Purusha is what is is time personified. Right. Right. Purusha is the cosmic man and Kala, like you know, he's talking about Kali, Kala is time. Call is time. So it's time personified as the cosmic man. And when you understand the cosmic man, as above, so below. So when we look at, let's say, for instance, planets, right? Inside of your body, you have the same constituents inside of you that the cosmic man has in it. And you are in the cosmic man. And the cosmic man is vice versa. And you, the macrocosmic and the micro, as above, so below. So when you look at how things move, one of the things that you know from someone is so to know their health is to know the the state of the liver in a person's body right the liver is a tell all of how a person functions in regards to their health so if you have a healthy liver you know and the liver can regenerate it's the only organ that can regenerate itself it can grow back so the liver takes a lot of abuse from the greasy foods that people eat, the high level of sugars, stress, lack of rest, uh, you name it, the liver, the liver takes a licking and keeps on ticking. Well, in the cosmic arrangement of things, the liver is a tell-all for how the, cos- the, the cosmic weather is going, what it's going to produce. And I know that when Jupiter, unless Jupiter is in a fiery sign, you know, fiery sign is like when you take those hot herbs, right? Cayenne, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, ginger, you know, things that are purgative, right? Horseradish. And horseradish, radish, right? Things that really move the body and increase the heat in the body. And remember, the heat in the body, right? When you have a fever, the body's the body's actually doing what it's supposed to do. It's trying to burn out, right? The the toxins or the infection in your body. So, you know, one of the things that we do in Chinese medicine is we keep the fever at a temperate level. We don't get rid of the fever. Right. We quell the fever, but we don't shut it out completely because the fever is helping you really. Right. When your fever is in your body, then immune system is in high gear. Right. So you don't want to bring it back down to 98.6 or 99 or whatever your regulatory temperature is, because it's sometimes different for different people. But you want to keep it just above right where it's not necessarily comfortable, but not dangerous. Right. And allow the body to do its business. So in the process of this, right, you're burning these things out. The heat that comes through is helping the body. So this my point is saying that Jupiter has to be in a hot sign. Right. A lot of people thought that that the COVID was going to be quelched by Rahu being in Taurus. Rahu doesn't work that way, people. The northern node doesn't work that way. Why? Because the northern node is ruled by a planet, and that planet, as it moves, has an impact on how Rahu functions. Right, right. So you can't put Rahu as the complete co- the complete way out. Right, it doesn't work that way. So people said, "Oh, you know," a lot of astrologers said that, "Oh, it's going to be stabilized with Rahu." Has it been stabilized? No, no. Right, <laughs> right. But what is the 
What is the planet that, what is the only planet that can deal with Rahu? Jupiter. Right? So when Jupiter is in a highly accentuated modality of being in a fire sign, Aries henceforth, which will be as of April 20, I believe April 20, I want to say 23rd of next year. Um, yes, April 21st, excuse me, of next year, right? Jupiter will be out of Pisces and into Aries. And we're going to cover that here in just a minute. But just so you know, right, that COVID is not over, right? It's not even in the it's it it may be in some stretches where we see some some other type That's strains produce, right? Exactly, right. Um, but we're not out of the out of the woods yet, folks. It's gonna be with us for a while. Just expect it and be at peace with it so that you can navigate properly. And here's the beautiful part about it. I mean, it's a curse and a blessing at the same time because I've had it, right? Had it my had mine last year, and they say you can get it again, right? The different strain produces a different effect and so forth. So so be it. But what it did show me is my immune system is strong enough to handle it, right? Um, I was down and out for three weeks. My person was literally shut down, right? So, but I prevailed. So my body's able to handle whatever it throws, right? I'm fairly healthy, of course, for for my age and for my weight and health and so forth. So I'm able to, I'm okay. But the thing about it is that it gives you immunity, right? And they talk about herd immunity, which, you know, that's a kind of touchy subject for some people, but, you know, it does have some credence in that it does, it, it, it's hitting every home, right? I don't know about you, brother. I'm hearing people left and right. COVID, 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 COVID. I'm like, wow, it's rampant. My daughter had COVID. Is she really? Wow. Yes, she did. So it, hit, it yes, hits, she. it's hitting every home, people. It's hitting every home, right? And I'm not excited. Cool. Okay, that's good. She, 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 I mean, you wouldn't have known it, but she, she had a mild grady fever for about, mm-hmm. about two weeks and stuff okay. like that. My, okay. uh, my mate, she had it. I didn't, I mean, when I tested, I didn't have it. I don't know if I had it in the midst of that, but I, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have, I haven't had a positive test. But uh, they definitely had it. Right. So it hits every home, right? (coughs) Excuse me. And now they're immune, right? To some degree, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So, you know, these things have to play itself out. So just as, you know, as a kind of piggyback on some of the things that people have stated and what I've stated, right? COVID is not going to be gone in 2022. No. And it's not going to be gone. It wasn't gone in 2021. And it won't be completely gone in 2023. But what we will notice, and Jupiter being in the sign, and it's going to be in here very soon, it's going to change the the dynamic of it to some degree. Now, um, just before we move into those these other transits that are coming up, again, Mars in Mars conjuncting Saturn uh, can produce some revolutions, right? What I predict is that. Russia and the Ukraine will have some issues, right? And let me tell you why. Because Russia is chomping at the bit, right, to really push that button. You know, they're like, 
ooh, you know, we could do it, but do we want to do it? Do we want to deal with NATO? Do we want to deal with America? Do we want to, you know, have to, you know, put Biden and Putin in the ring, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot a of show, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of global political theater going geopolitical, on geopolitical right yeah uh plays at hand definitely yeah but wouldn't that be interesting if we just said you know what all the war is all that done let's just put the leaders in there and see let's just go let them go at it right uh biden would be whooped in about 4.3 seconds right because putin's no joke right he's but he got hands uh, right? man yeah he, he i mean he's jiu-jitsu he trains every day. He got hands. He, he, right. He's he's but he's but beyond having hands, he's just you can see it like the discipline. Yeah, the, the just shrewdness. The you know what I mean? Like he's yeah, he's a killer. Former a KGB. Killer. Yeah, former. Yeah, like, I, don't yeah, know I don't mean he, like he out here capping people, but I'm talking about like you know he got he. Oh, I'm sure he, he's he, capped he, a few. He, yeah, yeah. He, he's just wired that way. Like he'll he'll yeah. you know he yeah. <laughs> so if we said you know what let's just you know we might have to get put mike in office iron mike right <laughs> right right <laughs> let mike tyson do what he does right because mike right the baddest man on the planet right but you know nonetheless it would be interesting to see i mean it wouldn't be much of a fight i'm sure russia would be ready to take over any minute because putin would put in that work but they but nonetheless the country can take on a lot of the energies of the leader is my real point right Right. And, um, you know, I don't know Putin's chart. We might look at it at some point when we have come closer to that time period and maybe have a brief just, you know, kind of um, interjection. We peeked at it, it in Patreon last year. Did you? In, in the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, well, according to the, the most reliable time out there, uh, he is Libra. Libra ascendant. Really? Yeah, really? uh, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. But so was Adolf, right? So yeah, yeah it's similar. Yeah, moon, yeah. It's, uh, moons and Taurus. Wow, that's um, interesting. I wonder if it's in Critica. I think it is Critica. Yep, it makes sense. Rohini doesn't fit him at all, right? Oh no, 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 man. He's poo poo to cut you. Yeah, for real, for real, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, you know, some national calamities, right? Overthrow of rulers. And like I said, the Ukraine situation is so sensitive. You know, they talk about America is to blame for the Ukraine. But, you know, if they invade the Ukraine at this time, don't be surprised, right? Don't be shocked. And remember, we talked about it here first so that you can have kind of a preview of what potentially can happen because Saturn is borders, people. Right. It's restrictions, you know, restrictions or borders, barriers, you know, things that don't allow other people to, you know, cross over or to move through. And so those restrictions, those barriers is going to be definitely titillated. Right. By military force. Right. Mars is military force. The, the want and need to drive into other areas to push to 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 um, create that kind of. Um, energy that says, hey, it's all about me and mine, and we're coming to get you and yours, right? 
So just be interested. Just and it may even here's the thing. It that period because we're going to talk about some here very briefly here in just a second. That may be a precursor to what we're going to talk about here next. But just know that civil wars boundaries can be encroached. Right. In fact, um, Mars and Saturn will be in in China's ascendant, and we're going to do China this year, folks. Right. So those Indeed. of you in India, right, we got the time dead on. Right. We got the lock, stock, and barrel on China, so we're going to do China and tighten them up. But China is a Capricorn ascendant, and Mars and Saturn will be in that ascendant. So there might be some some saber-rattling in China as well, right? So just be mindful of that right around March, end of March, early April. Um and so you know the 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 stoke the it's going to stoke the fire with China. You know China's good friends with Russia, and if Russia's feeling China's feeling froggy. Why not Russia, right? But the thing is, is that what happens after April twelfth, right? Let's talk about that next. So the next piece we're going to get into is Rahu's big change. Now this is where I want to kind of make an addendum and really push us into what is going to come up here this year in that after April 12th, 13th of this year, planets are going to be changing signs, right? Jupiter is going to move right out of Aquarius. And in the beginning of the year, Jupiter and Aquarius is kind of cool because what most people don't know per Parashara is that Jupiter is akin to exaltation in Aquarius. It's like being exalted, right? So there's some benefit. The four months that we've got Jupiter in Aquarius, remember Aquarius is a sign of humanity, a sign of many walks of life, many peoples, many ideations, many ideologies, many perceptions, right? And Jupiter being there has calmed the storm to some degree. So you're seeing this very little talk about any type of real war type stances since Jupiter's moved in in November. Jupiter is, and there's an excellent article by Sanjay Roth. My students and I just went over it last weekend. They were quite impressed, and it's a very interesting article. You should look it up. It's Sanjay Roth, and it's titled, I think one of it's called Brahma Yoga. And when Jupiter is in in, in Aquarius, it produces a Brahma Yoga. It produces high-minded thinkers, deep thinkers, kind of like Albert Einstein. He has Jupiter in um, on Aquarius in the ninth house. It is house specific, of course, too. But nonetheless, Jupiter in Aquarius does produce right, a very much more calming energy, right? And we are actually still in a call Serpa Yoga, too. It did begin last year. We're going to be in it for a little while here, coming up soon. But nonetheless, right, moving into what we're talking about next, and Keep in mind, from April the 12th to April the 28th, you've got three planets moving signs. So you've got Jupiter moving into to Pisces as of April the 14th. You've got um, Rahu and Ketu moving out of their quote-unquote, and I say quote-unquote very specifically, quote-unquote, exaltation signs, because I really don't ascribe Rahu or Ketu to be exalted in any sign. Right, or debilitated. It depends on the Lord of that of that particular sign and what it's doing. Because if that Lord is strong, then Rahu is producing very, very healthy or vibrant energies. If it's debilitated or if it's challenged or compromised, then of course the same goes as well. So you have to look at the Lord and its placement more so than just where Rahu is placed. And also the nakshatra tells a lot as well. 
So you right. can't just go on Rahu being in Taurus as exalted or Rahu in Gemini or, you know, some people say Rahu. And here's the thing. Some people say Rahu in Scorpio is in his own Muluk Chakona sign. There's so many conjecture because they're nodes and they're mysterious for a reason and they're, they're, they're built that way. Right. So you have to know the know of the know to know what they're doing and where they are, because, you know, I've seen phenomenal astrologers have Rahu and Scorpio um, and they do quite well and don't have a bit of what we would perceive as negative outputs from what they produce. So you just have to really look at it. But nonetheless, Rahu will and K2 will be moving into their new signs for the next 19 months. Right. As of April the 13th, April 12th, 13th, right? And then Saturn will be moving out of Capricorn for a brief stint as of April 28th. So April is a big month. If you haven't noticed, we've got a lot going on in April, people, right? Yeah. A lot of stuff popping in April. So April is going to be quite a doozy to see how these things really begin to shift. Because when planets ingress, when they're moving from one sign to another... You know, you can tell and see what things are going to change and shift. So, you know what? Saturn's been in Capricorn for a long, a long time. Guess what? It's going to be in there for a long time, right? Gee, where's yeah, man? Saturn, Saturn, and Capricorn is making sure that you pay your dues. <laughs> Look. I mean, better there than Aries, right? Right. <laughs> right. Hey, look, I, I take Saturn, you know, for, for cardinal ascendance like you and me, brother, it's producing a Mahapurusha Raja Yoga, Mahapurusha Yoga. Yeah. It's not comfortable, as they say, but it's definitely getting the work done. Right. Yeah, Saturn's been on my been been looking at my ascendant for like the past. <laughs> right. And saying, yeah, right. We putting that work in, right? So it's yeah. about building structures. It's about construction. It's about putting things in proper perspective. It's about being realistic. It's about being dutiful. It's about being responsible. It's about handling your business. It's about preparation. It's about looking towards the future. It's about all those things, right? Saturn and Capricorn is probably very good place for it because again Capricorn is an earth sign so you're getting materialistic things managed so it's, to me it's excellent right I am not complaining right because trust yeah. me when it gets into Aries we're going to have a different <laughs> conversation right this podcast will still be here we're going to still be talking about some very interesting topics and when it's there trust and believe right it is going to be an interesting next two and a half years right oh yeah so um, by, the way, by that time we'll be yeah yeah we'll see what we, what, what, we, what we look like in that time you know what I'm saying oh boy <laughs> oh boy but um you know Saturn's gonna be in Capricorn he'll exit into Aquarius until June right he'll be in Aquarius he'll hang out for a little bit there right around one degree right so those of you that have planets at let's say one degree Aquarius one degree Leo right one degree taurus which would square it or one degree um uh, scorpio right it's going to square right those particular between taurus and and uh scorp and it's going to oppose if you have something in in leo 
So, or it's going to conjunct if you have something in Aquarius. So right around one degree and it's going to stop right there. And guess what? Go right back. <laughs> a little That's tease, like, right? A little, you know, yeah. <laughs> little tease, right? Not done yet. Right. And so it's going to yeah. go right back into Capricorn until January of next year. Right. So, <laughs> hey, Capricorn it is, right? Take the bitter yeah. with the sweet. Right. Indeed. Um, but interestingly enough, Rahu is going to move. Let's talk about, let's give some positive things first, right? Because, you know, I don't want to seem all doom and gloom. And it's not that, you know, none of these things are doom and gloom. You know, it's really all preparation and knowledge. And if you use it properly, any transit, positive or net, positive, any transit, challenging or not, can be productive, can be enlightening, yeah. can be life-changing, right? So it's not about being bad or good. It's really about how you use it and how you actualize these forces in your life, in your inner world. And, you know, spirituality, meditation, consulting, you know, getting consultations done, those things really put things in proper perspective. And it helps you realize how, how much of an advantage you have in these times, because consider, right, we're in an age of uh, information, not knowledge, information and so why not use what's advantage what's being put in front of you and take advantage so by all means right right, dwell for all of the things that we experience right with these particular movements of the heavens so um, jupiter is going to be in pisces right April 13th, April 14th is going to move right on into Pisces and it's going to be there for a year. And the nice thing about this is that it's going to be there for a year. You know, Jupiter kind of teased us a little bit with Aquarius, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't like it went into Aquarius, haha, nope, going back to Capricorn, right? And then we stayed in Capricorn and then it just did a quick, it's going to do a four month run through of Aquarius. Aquarius. Like, Jeez. whoa, <laughs> like, like I get four months, right? Hey, take the, take it and leave it. Right. But it's going to be in Pisces for a good year, right? Until April 21st of next year. So we got a full year of Jupiter and Pisces and a lot of right. positive outflowing energy in Pisces. The number one thing I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you this, right? Because I got on my eye for the year. My brother knows, right? He called me out on it earlier. <laughs> if you know, then you know. If you're looking at the camera, you should know, right, what you're looking at, right? I'm not going to tell you, right? But, um, yeah, right? My whole year is bent on, built on this whole Jupiter and Pisces piece, right? But one of the things that you should do, and this is healthy and we're talking about the liver, Right? One thing you should do is forgive the transgressions of those that have transgressed against you, right? This is the time to do it, right? Not when it's in Aries, not when it's in Taurus, right? Not when it's in Sag. You want to do it when Jupiter is in Pisces because this gives you, right? Peace of Wani, hey, sis, right? You want to definitely take advantage of forgiving the debts that people have to you. Seriously, right? This is the time. This is the time to allow old, right, issues, baggage, let it go, right? Let it go. And what it will do is lighten the energy and the auric field around you to attract the same thing to you. 
right? Those people that may have felt that you might have paid them some injustice or not done them properly or felt made them feel appropriate will also have the unknowing, unaware urge to do the same thing. Doesn't mean you go jump into bed with your enemy or or you go befriend someone that has it out for you, but it does mean that you in your inner realm in your spirit in your mind in your heart you let it you let it go right because everyone has a destiny everyone has something that they're here to deal with and so in that those transgressions that are perceived against us no man can really be against you anyway right if you really understand the laws of of the spirit so it's a time to let bygones be bygones right not talking about sweeping under the rug, but actually open, pulling the rug back and taking and cleaning from under the rug and saying, you know what? It's helped me develop peace. It's helped me develop an understanding. It's helped me develop to see the pick big picture. It's helped me develop to understand that everyone has crossroads and challenges and to let those things be, be what they are and to move on beyond them. Right. Right. If everyone begin to do that, then the people that rule, right? The gov that run the governments, that run the nations, that run the world, that are in positions of authority and power, would have the ultimate cause and effect, right? The morphogenic process to do that, right? Morphogenic resonance is a is a process whereby one part of a species does something, the other part picks it up by proxy unbeknownst to themselves and emotions are contagious so the more you forgive the more you are forgiven and the more others are forgiven as well so this is the time to do that because you're going to need it for the next year right you're going to need to let things go you're going to need to see the bigger picture you're going to need to have faith i'm not talking about blind faith i'm not talking about faith that just doesn't have any real faith has reason and understanding behind it so optimism Optim absolutely, brother. Being completely yeah. optimistic as right. much as you possibly can, even in the midst of dire, seemingly straits, having that optimism because you know what? It opens the door. The liver energy, the liver chi has a major part of the aura. It affects the eyes, right? And the eyes is what we what? We see with. So that liver, the cosmic liver and the liver in your particular body and the liver that are livers that are around you, right? One of the things that our ancestors, the ancient priests and priestesses would do is we take the entrails, but one of the things we would take, in fact, in the four canopic, one of the four canopic jars, right? The liver is one of the organs. And the liver is called, the canopic jar that is in is called imset. Set henceforth is part of the word, so that set the adversarial kind of, right, envious energy that's in there, right? If you clear it out, the, and the, the ancients used to take it and look at the liver and could tell what kind of life that you lived, right? So it's important because the four canopic jars of Haru, right, talks about your will, how much control you have over your emotional body. And if you forgive, it feels like a burden has been lifted. So Jupiter is in Pisces is the time to do that worldwide. Right? Optimism, as my brother said, right? Dealing in having 
optimism, looking at things from a longer term perspective and knowing that all things change for the better. Ultimately, maybe it doesn't seem like it. Maybe it seems like we got to go through some challenges, but ultimately, when you are purged and gone, have gone through things, you're a better, stronger individual. So, right. And some people will call it hope. Hope is really not a word I would use just because hope is the last thing that came out of Pandora's box. Right. Mm. right. And all the troubles and the woes, right, befell before finally some hope came. So, hope is not a word I would really use, but ultimately, charity, right? altruism right being altruistic being able to see that man is a whole and what you do to him you do to yourself what you do to her you've done to yourself you can't keep someone down by without stand down yourself right so this is the energy that will be prevalent that will be kind of trying to come out in the world you'll see right a lot of charitable organizations producing things in the world a lot of people helping the downtrodden helping people that are the have nots and so forth this is going to be the theme that you will primarily see from april to april of this year to next year this is what will happen now here's the interesting part about it right there's a twofold side to this thing <clears throat> in america right what is going to happen, and I know this is one of those seemingly kind of challenging issues, but influ inf inflation is going to go sky high, right? Because Jupiter, and if you look at our chart here we have on the screen, we've got Jupiter, right, in the, thir in the seventh house in Gemini. If you take a look where Jupiter is there, they're squaring one another. It's called a square in Western aspects in Western astrology, which does work. And that square is going to produce what we call a tension, a tense, a tensor, right? A point of a point of where, you know, one energy is going one way and another energy is going another way and they cross current and then cross current creates a point and that point creates right something that increases or grows especially with regards to Jupiter. So one of the things I definitely want to tell you to do is watch your spending. Watch your spending, right? Because inflation is going to go nuts this year, right? Jupiter, when it squares in a chart, right, in that nation, prices are going to go what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? And if you haven't noticed, it's already been It's going. already there. Yeah. It's <laughs> already <Right. laughs> creeping on the come up. <laughs> Supply and demand is going to be even more so. Right. Right. So the cost of things is going to just increase and exponentially grow until you begin to understand that, wait a minute, let me begin to what? Pull back. Let me do more with what? Less. Right? And that's part of that faith process, right? You know, having the ability to, you know, understand that sharing, right, is a part of life, right? That's what Jupiter and Pisces is all about. Like I said, altruism, sharing, you know, combining forces. You know, I don't like you. I didn't like you. You didn't like me. But you know what? We need we need each other. Let's see if we can work things out to become a better whole. Because it's going to be needed. Not only is Jupiter squaring Jupiter, right? But it's also going to square Venus. And Venus is money. 
It's in the fourth house. Now, the fourth house is going to have some interesting kind of playouts here, right? In that um, the infrastructure bill, right, is going to try to, they're going to push, try to push that through, but it's not going to be bipartisan, bi bipartisan, excuse me, right? There's going to be some locks there because Saturn is directly in opposition to it, right? They're going to try to push the bill through and it may get through, but it's going to be through some, at some cha challenges, right? But we do need infrastructure to be re be built, and that's the fourth house. It's the inner kind of world it, of what um, the country is producing. Go ahead. It already passed. Oh, it did pass. That's excellent. That's yeah, even yeah, better. Yeah, back in, in November, trillion dollar. Oh, good. Then um, that's even better. Bill. So then that bipartisan is null and void, right? Mm -hmm. right? Or the partisan aspect of it is null and void. So that release would give us some more access. But again, that's still spending, isn't it? Right. Right. It's still spending. We don't escape it, right? It's still you're gonna. They got to spend money to do this, which produces jobs, right? As we talked about, right? It's gonna produce some jobs, right? And there's jobs everywhere right now, right? You're gonna see more toll roads. They did the effort, the highways, different things that they're building as expansions. You're gonna see more. So like you see an expanse of the infrastructure, but they're gonna also be. <laughs> they're gonna be also shaking you down at the same time, right? As well, because that's how they pay for them roads. <laughs> You see a new highway. I mean, there's there's one. You know, there's a couple being built right now in the Atlanta area. Um, you know, toll roads and different things like that. So you know, uh, henceforth, money got to transact, <laughs> right? Right. So I'm just showing you get right? that trillion back. Yeah. Oh yeah, they go recoup that because <laughs> they got to buy more rockets and bombs, right? Right. That's the real <laughs> spending, right? That's where we really want to put the money, right? Space Force, they got funds to, you Right, know. the Space Force. We got to have rockets in space against the aliens, right? Right, not against, you know, bogus leaders and, you know, greedy governments. No, no, we need to fight the aliens, right? <laughs> but nonetheless, oh, right? Somebody, some, some of them need to, uh, sorry, so some of them plan an escape, <laughs> planning, a, <laughs> planning an exit strategy. <laughs> They're going to try to escape. It's going to be the same thing over there, right? They're going to meet themselves. Told you in that right? movie. That that the movie uh, don't look up. They landed in is at a habitable planet. And they seem to be in their like, you know, uh, prehistoric uh, or dinosaur age. Right. <laughs> so you, got, got you ain't gonna escape <laughs> nothing, right? You gotta work it out, or it ain't gonna work, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Interesting, right? Spoiler. Definitely, right? Did big spoiler. Extreme market fluctuations, right? Mm -hmm. Jupiter is big money. Jupiter is the banking system. Right, so you might find that the um, the um, not just the taxes, but the uh, what is that that they per they approve every year? Um, um, it's not the interest rate, but it's it is kind of like the interest rate. I guess it would be the interest rate that's going to mm -hmm. definitely have a major impact on the financial kind of markets this year. So you're going to see the markets flux. Yeah, they're not going to be stable, people. And if you're into uh, crypto, that's going to flux too. Might be some big bubbles that pop over there, right? And they're always popping in crypto. That's nothing new, right? Yeah. Um, but domestic life will definitely be called attention to, as far as America is concerned. Education is going to definitely come under some interesting changes. Um. You know, there's a lot of arguments around education right now just because of COVID. You know, homeschooling is 
I believe in Chicago, they shut the school system down, right? Um, just because, you know, people feel unsafe. They feel like they want to homeschool and they want to kind of ride this out until COVID is presented another, you know, until there's other options or other things that are going to take place. So, you know, be expecting that education is going to have some back and forth processes as well. Not going to be a smooth, everybody's going back to school type piece. It's going to be some, some interesting um, compromises, if you will. So that's definitely going right. to pan out. And this is for the entire year. Um, cost of rent is going to go up. I was just about to ask. What you think of, I said what you think cost about the Cost of rent is going to bubble, man. Yeah. It's going to increase. People talk about Jupiter. Jupiter is growth. And the thing about it is that growth, growth, it's not all, it's called growing pains for a reason. Right? Growing pains, like the cost of rent is going to increase everywhere right because what you're having is migrations you know i was watching the news the other day and they talk about a lot of people move to south carolina right because south carolina has fairly low rent right low crime and things like that well guess what wherever you move those people get a chance to take the rent and guess what they increase it Right. Yeah, so, that's what's happening here in Atlanta. Atlanta's still Atlanta's is is packed, but it's still a lot of room. But mm-hmm. you know the the, the you know the, the the all of the housing market rent all that stuff like that is is definitely right. going up. It's no it's no longer the uh, you know affordable place to live like it used to be. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so this is going to continuously happen with the cost of living. The cost of living itself is going to increase. And the, the, the rate, the pay rate's not going to increase, though. They're not going to do a cost of living increase. I think the last cost of living increase I heard of was seven years ago. So you're talking about from the government or, I mean, because a lot, no, no, a lot no, not, of companies. Not, not, the, not the minimum wage. No, I'm talking about um, there was a big... Like nationwide, I don't know if you remember it, it was quite a while ago, but a lot of companies gave you kind of compensatory pay for, you know. Companies still do that. It just depends they, on how they, solvent they are. It depends. But I mean, it was a it was a larger kind of mm-hmm. outpour of it. I mean, a lot of people were complaining. So that's not going to happen this year, though. You can cancel that, right? Uh, your companies ain't going to be doing it because they're going to be dealing with inflation, right? Um, the cost of things are going to increase for them as well. So, you know, it's just interesting, like domino effect that one thing happens and the others kind of, you know, fall into place. But, you know, that's what you can expect for the next year with regards to Jupiter being in the fourth house again. Um, You know, like we talked about, infrastructure is going to definitely be recapitulated, roads and things like that, byways, highways, highways. but again, the cost is going to come. We're going to have to foot the bill, right? That's going to increase. Of course, other areas like we talked about tolls, cost of rent and property, cost of rent itself, housing is going to increase. Uh, homelessness will also increase too. And that's where the charity will be needed. You follow? Right? Mm-hmm. That's where the charitable organizations will have to step in, right? And begin to fill in the gaps because, again, people are going to continuously have to find some place to live because these things are just part of the process. So, um, 
you know, inflation, as I stated, right? F market fluctuations, all these things are kind of what 2022 is going to hold for us. Now, last piece of the puzzle, right? Good old Rahu and K2. I wasn't going to leave them out. Trust me, right? They're going to move, right? And <laughs> as they move, well, we gotta we we get to see what if you ever want to know what they do, now you're gonna get a chance to see. Now let me tell you a secret about how it works. If you wanna know what the what Rahu is kind of gonna look like when it enters the sign, is you find the ruler of the planet where it's going to be placed, where it's going to be placed as it moves into that sign. And Mars will just be finishing up the conjunction with Saturn. Remember? Mm -hmm. Right, it's gonna move into Aquarius. When Rahu is in in Pisces, is Rahu is in Aries, Ketu is in Libra, is gonna move right into Aquarius. Right. Let's see, what we got a yeah. on the screen here. Right. Right there, it is. Right. <clears throat> right there. Right. It's gonna move right in there. So <clears throat> Rahu is going to be in Aquarius, K2 is going to be in Libra, and Rahu, I'm sorry, Rahu is going to be in Aries, K2 be in Libra as Mars moves into Aquarius. And Mars will be in a what? Enemy sign. Mm -hmm. Right? Going to be an enemy sign. It's not going to be hunky-dory. So what does Rahu and Aries do? <clears throat> Makes things hyper-competitive. Makes the atmosphere yep. hyper competitive, right? The ambition to win, right? The thrill for primacy. This is what Rahu in Aries does, right? Um, obsessions of being first. The obsession of being number one. I got to be number one. In, it's the inflation of me, the me first mentality. Yeah. Right. Right? Magnifies aggression. With that inflation, you're going to need it. Now you see what I said, right? <laughs> you're right? Need it. Now you understand why I gave you the good before I give you the real deal, right? <laughs> right? This is Man. the dragon of challenge and war. Yeah. This is the dragon of challenge and war. Now, when we talk about Ukraine and Russia, be on the lookout, right? Right? No, Rahu's in Aries, Awani, right? Rahu's in Aries, right? Mars will be in Aquarius. Right here. Moves. I switched it to the circular. I think it sometimes... It makes it sometimes a little easier day. to... Right. Thank you, brother. I appreciate yeah. that. Right. <laughs> so, um, interestingly enough, right? Um, the demon of self-promotion is released. <laughs> That's an interesting way to put it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. The demon of self-promotion is going to run rampant for the next 19 right. months. Until October 30th of 2023, that demon of I got to promote me above all others, right, is going to be released. It's insatiable independence, a thirst that cannot be quenched, right? 
now the opposite at the same time. Of course, K2 moves through Libra, and this disintegrates, this disintegrates diplomacy. Right. 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 It separates agreements and contracts. Now you see where we're headed, right? Mm-hmm. Nullifies yeah, cooperation. Yeah. <laughs> cooperation what? It's all about who? Me. Uncoordinated, un- unsustainable mediations. Right? Not scary. Right? Just look, just look, tw- just look 20 years, 19 years back and you'll see it. Right? That's all you have to do. Right? Right. If you want to know what it looks like, just go back in time. Right? Because cycles what? Repeat themselves. They repeat themselves. Yeah. Nothing scary. Right. But definitely to be mindful of. Right. Especially if you have planets in Rahu or your planets in K2. If your ascendant is, that's not planets in Rahu. If you have planets in Aries or planets in Libra, right? Just things to be mindful of. If your Aries, excuse me, ascendant, Libra ascendant, Pay attention. Oh four. Right. Yeah, 04, think about oh four. Right? Yeah. Go yeah. back to oh four. Right. Um, trying to think. You can go back and look at things that happened in 04. You can Google it. It's things show you things that happened in 04. We're still here after 04, right? <laughs> Everybody's still here. Nothing, right? Just right. But you did have some Afghanistan things happening though. Right. That was a major thing at that time. Um, and we're out of Afghanistan now, and there's always a new war to fight or a new place to invade or a new place to sustain. And I'm really thinking that Ukraine is going to have a big play in this, right? I really see that. Um, not to say we're going to be at war, but watch China as well. Watch China as well. Don't sleep on China, folks. China is, is saber rattling, right? They want Taiwan back. They want Taiwan back. Go do your history on what Taiwan is. Most people don't know what Taiwan is. It's a, I mean, yeah, and see that 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 move is going to put the United States in a almost impossible position. It is well, not only not see see not only the United States, but you're absolutely right, no, because but not only the United States, it's going to put the world in a position. Because well, that's what I, that, I mean. Because it's, it's then it's gonna is is all right. All right, are you a, a protector? A, you know, protector of democracy or not? Wait, right? Oh, oh not only that though. <laughs> not only that. Not only that. You're right though. No, you're absolutely right on that. Dead on. But Taiwan makes eighty percent of the United. Not on eighty percent of the world's microchips. Yeah. Did I? I don't think people quite. Maybe people don't catch that when I say it, right? Microchips, right? Microchips, right? Everything that you deal with on a daily basis has some type of microchip in it, right? Eighty percent of the world. See, China. It's chess, not checkers. They go to China, to Africa to set up to get cheaper prices on the minerals, the mineral wealth in Africa, primarily the coltan. 
Once you have a good lead in the coltan and you build up the African infrastructure, they give it to you at cheap rates, right? Well, if they co-opt Taiwan and they have access to control of the 80% of the world's microchips, that is like, that's more potent than cars. That's more potent than, than I mean, automobiles, you name it, anything you can think of, it's going, they're going to have access to control. Missiles. Missiles have microchips. See, it's not just the fact that America has to stand up for quote unquote democracy. When you do a little history and go back in time, Taiwan is the big FU to China. Right. See, the Chinese were fighting right before in the 1940s. Because we're going to talk about this when we do the Chinese China chart, right? But Taiwan is the big fu to China. All of the people that wanted the, a different type of government went to Taiwan, and so they've been there since. And China's like, well, we've been planning for the last 30 years. We want you. I like you, and I want you. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we could do it the easy way or we could do it the hard way, right? The choice is yours, right? But they're going to, at some point, get Ty they're going to try to get Taiwan back. That's why America has positioned themselves with Australia, right? There was a big thing last year about Australia not purchasing uh, 40 submarines from France. And, 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 and here's the thing. America gave Australia them 40 old nuclear subs. I don't think you catch it. They, they were old. <laughs> See, America spends more militarily than all nations, even China combined. So that infrastructure that they're building, that one trillion that they get, I oh, know we're going to get that back. Because we got more rockets, missiles, and drones to build. Right. There's no way America can stand toe to toe with China, one pound for pound, militarily speaking, man to man. But they did say that per every man that China has, they got four drones. It's a war of robotics and technology now, not the traditional hands, boots on the ground type deal. That's over. Right. But it's a strategic geopolitical structures where now America. Australia and Great Britain have made this pact, right, to co coalesce in this type of union, right? And remember, K2 and Libra are deal breakers, right? Deal breakers are going to be prevalent, right? Disengagement from partnerships. So I'm just showing you how these things set up, how they unfold. Uh, unable to stick to mediations, right? They can't stick. You can't stick. K2 is like Teflon. It can't stick. And Libra is the process of mediating, balancing, right? It stifles balance and equanimity, right? It's a vacuum of negotiations. This is what we are dealing with for the next 19 months after right. Right, April. Here it comes up soon. So, again, right, Jupiter in Pisces is going to be well welcomed, right? Oh, yeah. Right, for the, the, the bountiful... Uh, free-flowing energy that the liver need, that cosmic liver needs to flow for the planet to feel a lot better, to get through these kind of trough, you know, kind of frustrating waters, if you will. Right? Because it's, it's going to get real. It's going to get In real. In coming years. 
And the thing about it is in America's chart, you can see Rahu enters the fifth house, which is the house of speculation and investment. So speculation really, right? It's kind of stock market kind of oriented. And so the rich are definitely going to do their deal, right? Because they got money to spare. And remember, JP Morgan said millionaires don't use astrology. Billionaires do. Right. Right. K2 is going to be in the 11th house of gains. And let me tell you, folks, you might, we're going to talk about this throughout the season. We may come up very soon. America is a Sagittarius ascendant. Trust me. Right. Oh, yeah. It is. Right. The 11th house is the house of gains. Gains are happens to be with through negotiations, through fair trade. Right. That's why they have a big, isn't fair trade one of the biggest themes in government? Mm-hmm. That's the 11th house for America. Right. So K2 being in that position, fair trade is going to definitely feel like to feel like you're getting your money's worth, like when you spend. Right. And when you try to make money, it's not going to be the same commensurate return of your output for that period of time. So wise investments, Rahu being in the um, fifth house. Right. Rahu is trends. You know, trends, fads. You know, so fads will come and they will what? Go quick because Mars is a fast planet. It creates things that are quick. So, you know, this is what you can expect, right, for, you know, until October 30th of 2023, but especially as we move into this position of, you know, of um, having these changes come about in April. So after April, folks, right? Right, the lid will be off the box, but like I said, we will have Jupiter and Pisces, which will at least try to assuage right some of these kind of forces. But it will also produce some very interesting things along the lines as well. So, right, Indeed. we've definitely covered a lot of ground. Right, I try to give you as much as we can. We're going to come back to this a little while later and throughout the season to give you some more updates and fine tune you some more fine some minutia. But this is the general lay of the land, folks, and then this is the general kind of pulse of the, the world, not just the country, for the next twelve months. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Indeed, man. So we we got an interesting year. Every year is interesting, but gonna get real interesting it's sure. gonna get real interesting yeah <laughs> and no COVID's not going anywhere right nah. so don't imagine that it is right but do what you need to do to protect yourself your family and your loved ones and your community because remember Jupiter's gonna teach you that one man affects what a whole oh. host of others right yep Right. So we're going to really understand that we are, right, really part of a whole and that we need to definitely make some differences uh, around how we act and function and treat each other. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Well, as usual, um, this episode is brought to you by Pushing Forward Media Group, Calaprusha Astrology, and our good people over there on Patreon. Um, when you check out this episode, make sure you go and check out the um, the mundane astrology playlist um, that I constructed on this channel. Um, all the other prediction episodes are on there as well. So go check it out for yourself and see, you know, see, see, see how everything pans out and stuff like that. And definitely 
keep an eye on the news and different things like that to, um, you know, see if, you know, what we're saying is check, checking out or whatnot. Indeed. Um, right. Anything else you got to say, man, before we, uh, we, we officially check out of here, man. Um, no, you know, I thought about it for a quick second, just including Biden, but you know, we talked about Biden. It's not over for Biden either. It's just getting started. K2 got to do his thing in his chart too, right? Right. So, right. You might be interestingly surprised, right? That, right. Um, the 12th house, which is hospitalization is not out the woods here in the next year or so. So not to say, I hope he definitely prevails and has a healthy year, but, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if some things definitely knock on his door. Uh, one, one thing I, I did, you, you didn't do, um, remember you was talking about the day after the solstice. You didn't do it for this year. I didn't. We'll come back to that. I promise. I, we will do it. We will do it. Uh, we will tie it in, and we'll do it uh, when we do the kind of uh, update. We'll definitely do that this year. Well, I got you for sure. Indeed, indeed. All right, y'all. Well, you know, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure you like and subscribe to this channel. Like this video. Let us get them. You know, get our algorithm points up and stuff like that, and share this with your people or whatnot, so we can take this thing to the next level or whatnot. Um, we definitely enjoy doing this, but we want to, you know, uh, get this into the to the minds and uh, hearts of the people. So let's let's go ahead and make that happen. All right. Um, you oh, know, I do got usual. one announcement. One announcement. Um, so before I'm glad, thank you, my brother, because you did ask me, and this wheels are turning. So um, there are a lot of wheels in there too, right? So um, classes will be coming up soon, right? Right. So we are at the end of the phasing out of one set of classes. We've got a neophyte level, which is your beginners, right? Novice level. We've got an intermediate or initiate level, right? And we also have an adept or an advanced level. And we will be also having a Jyotishi level, which the people that are uh, at the adept or advanced level we're moving into really producing new astrologers, new people that can be out there kind of handling uh, charts and doing professional consultations. So they will actually be moving into that level. And you're more than welcome to try to dive in at that level if you would like, right? But um, we will be having some advertisements ready for you. The first classes will begin right around the second or third week of March, right? So just be prepared, right? You will be getting uh, updates and information as we go. So uh, the prices are fairly affordable. I spend a lot of time with my students. And I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of great teachers out here. A lot of great astrologers that can give you insight and pointers and tools. But I personally walk you through as from an infant stage to a fully full blown adult stage so that you can learn this in full, in detail, bit by bit. A lot of astrologers, a lot of teachers don't do that. They shove it down your throat. They spend an hour, maybe an hour and a half with you per week, per subject, and they expect for you to learn it and move on. I don't. I take my time. I 36, 30 to 36 weeks I spend with you for the money you spend, right? Which is really averages out to probably very little per week, but I do it because I want to produce high level people that can 
do use the science and do what I do on a regular basis. So take advantage. This is the one time of year that is going to begin to recycle. And then you have to wait until the whole next year again, right until March again, April again of next year to get on the bus. So definitely, if you're interested, let me know. Hit me up. The prices are hot and ready. They're not that expensive in comparison to others. So, And trust me, every one of my students will tell you, and I mean, I say everyone, every one of them tell you that your money is well spent. Indeed, indeed. Big ups to that. Big ups to that. And um, speaking on that level, uh, be on the lookout. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you haven't already, uh, subscribe to Ninth Floor Films. Um, you know, we, we're in some pre-production for some short films coming up and, um, you're going to see a flux of a lot of videos, a lot of things coming it's out coming. on, it's on coming. Ninth Floor Films for sure. So, uh, definitely stay tuned for that. Indeed. Indeed. Well, um, definitely soak this up. You know, we'll be back next week or... We'll be back with another episode, okay? Real soon, all right? Um, just stay tuned in. Like I said, hit that subscription. Hit that not, hit the subscription, but hit the notification bell um, so you can know when we're live. And uh, watch the community tab. Go ahead and, and interact on there because we're posting things. That's where you get a lot of updates. I'm not on um, Instagram and Facebook as much anymore. We're really just shifting the focus to YouTube in regards to social media. So um, definitely tune into the community tab. That's where all the announcements will be for sure. All right. So, um, you know, thank you all for tuning in and um, we're out. Peace. Peace.